Shalom, balance, paradise, righteousness all. Back up in the lab, continuing the Texas series. And as you can see, we got another legend with me, my, we got a pioneer, SPC in the building, Mr. Cap, honor sibling. What do you do, my? What do you do? In the building, mine. <laughs> we got it done, man. We we got it done. We got it done. Um, thank you for 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 joining the broadcast. Whole purposes to shine light on the pioneers, to get into the mine, uh, past, present, future, and see what it do, mine. See what see what see how we how we created this this foundation. And uh, where we at today, my so as we always do in the in, in the time on a tradition, we're gonna jump into the DeLorean and we're gonna go back, my we're gonna go back to to the eighties. So where did we grow up, sibling? Where did we grow up? Where we where were we born and raised? I was born and raised in South Park. You know, I was born and raised out in South Park, uh, Houston, Texas. Okay. Yeah. So paint a picture, man. Paint a picture. So what was it like for you as a youngster growing up in, in, in South Park in the eighties? The good the one of the part of the, the, the golden era, the eighties and nineties. Um for me, um, I grew up in a in a musical family. So <clears throat> for me, I grew up around music from you know as a as a little kid, little baby, from a baby, we, you know, uh, we had uh, my uncles had a band, but uh, my parents were musicians. They they are musicians, still musicians, but uh, you know, so our musical uh, lineage go back, you know, nearly a hundred years. Mm. What kind of instruments yeah. were they playing? Was it like what um, string or percussion? Well, uh, my dad played all instruments. Uh, he the one who taught my uncles, which were my mom's uh, brothers, how to play their instruments. So, uh, you know, it was a it was a mixture of instruments from percussion to string to uh, brass. Wow. So they, they yeah. So they had a a, a full band, a, a full kitted out band. Uh, with, with all instruments, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so oh, were, they, were they like, were they, were they going out like um, performing in like, like concerts or were they going to like nightclubs? Like what, what kind of stuff were they doing? So um, my uncles, they was a pretty big band. It was, uh, they was the Grill Brothers. And mm. so they were pretty big uh, during the, the 60s and the, the late 60s and the 70s and the early 80s. They were pretty big, so it's right on the heels of like the Jackson Five. So okay. when they was doing, yeah, so when they did shows and stuff, it was like huge. It was the big shows. They did the big, big shows. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we, we yeah, as you said, you that the lineage is 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 steeped within within melody and entertainment. Right, and and you know, like if you go a little bit further than that. Up until uh, one of my my uncles was uh, Johnny Guitar Watson, Whoa. which is a which is a blues legend. Yeah, so uh, up until he passed away, you know, 
the it it also go back as far as when he got started as well. So mm. so yeah, so you know, we had music, it was just always in our family. So way before I became a member of the South Park Coalition, uh we was always doing music, doing shows. I was rapping since I was eight years old. So uh <laughs> my influence came from uh you know, like the original, for me to be a rapper, being a hip hop game, it just came from the, a lot of the original hip hop legends and uh, and added on to that influence was, you know, uh, meeting K Reno growing. We grew up pretty, pretty much grew up together. You know, I've been knowing K Reno since I was about 11, 12 years old. Cause we okay. all, yeah, is we K all hung out at McGregor Park. Is, 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 is K older than you? Or y'all the same yeah, age? He, yeah, K, K a little bit older than me. Yeah, he, he a few years older than me, but not by much though. Okay. I was I I had to be probably uh during that time when you had the the, the full SPC uh in you know all the members involved in the SPC, uh probably one of the youngest in the SPC, but we were all still pretty close in age, you know. Right. So like even right now, I think I'm probably if you're not counting the, the second generation of the South Park Coalition, mm -hmm. I'm probably the youngest <laughs> member from back in the days that's still actively uh, working in the music business right now. Mm. Okay, okay. So, okay, school times then. So we, were you in, so based upon what you're saying, and I take it, was you like in a, the school band and all that kind of stuff? Uh, no, I, I actually, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I wasn't in the band. Okay. My uncles, my my uncles, my dad, my mom, you know, they were in the bands, but our generation of my family, mm -hmm. none of us was in the band except for one of my cousins. He was in the band. And uh because we had uncles and we had parents that taught us how to uh taught us music. You know, we had yes. to learn music because of the family we was in, but we just, you know, some the majority of us didn't choose to be in the band in, in high school. You know, like, I mean, we learned music in school because it was just a requirement during those days. You had to take a music class, but uh, we had a we had a, an advantage uh, over some of the kids because we was learning it at home, too. <laughs> For sure, good evening. He came one upon them there. <laughs> yeah. With the home tutorage. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, we, we got a lot of it at home, so. But for the most part, like, I just kind of, me and one of my other cousins, uh, we we kind of just followed the path of, of hip hop and, and rap, mm. you know. We decided we wanted to be in a rap business. Well, as as if people don't know, that that was the the, the, the turning point, really, that, that, that period when it was just bursting on the scene, it was really at its infancy, really. So, so from a Texas standpoint, who was who was out at that at that time? Then was Ghetto Boys. Ghetto Boys' first album was what eighty? Was it eighty five? Was it? Yeah, it was around like eighty four, eighty five. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but again, you know, even though you had the Ghetto Boys, you had uh, you had uh, you had K Reno and Dope doing music out back then too. Uh you know was that we C O D C O D, yeah, coming out dog. And it was they was already doing music, you know, during the mid eighties. Mm 
So, uh, but my interest was already, I already had an interest in the music business already because of my, my family. You know, I was already had the, you know, musical influence, but the influence, I think if I wouldn't have never like saw like Curtis Blow and Rock Kim and all them kind of people, I don't know if my influence would have went towards hip hop, you know? Mm. So that's what kind of drove me towards hip hop because I had a natural ability to uh, to function with hip hop more than, you know, playing an instrument, uh, learning notes and keys and stuff like that, even though I still had to learn that stuff. Yeah. but. My interest was more, uh, I was more interested in, in the hip hop side of music because it was still music. Yes. Even if, you know, at the time it wasn't as accepted uh, mm. as it is now. Now, you know, like every genre basically have to have some form of rap or hip hop in it right now. Exactly. So, but back then it wasn't accepted at all. It was just like, y'all get that noise, noise. out of here. <laughs> yeah, there was noise. So they didn't. Nobody wanted to hear that noise, so. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those days well. Turn that right. noise off. We don't hear that yeah, there. We, <laughs> we don't want to hear that. So, I mean, it's kind of the same with the new rappers, the new rap artists right now, which I got a lot of respect for because they just taking what what we did and taking it to, to an, another level as far as uh, business. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, no, I, I try to tell people all the time, like, uh, when when hip hop really started hitting the scene, when mm -hmm. rap was really hitting the scene, people wasn't liking the rap. The the R and B listeners and the R and B artists, they was like, man, man, get that out of here, man. Yeah. They wasn't feeling it, right? Mm -hmm. They 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 wasn't. It was just a handful of people that was accepting it as a new form of music. Yes, that's so, a good point. That is a very good right. point. Mm. Right. So you know when. The, the new style rappers, you know, these new rappers that we have right now, you know, I, I give them they, they respect, you know, some of it I don't listen to, not because it's just bad music and nothing like that, because it bad music is uh, it's relative, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's relative to whoever listening to it mm -hmm. or whoever say it's bad, right? Mm -hmm. yep. So that don't matter. <laughs> the music is surviving right now. You know, the, the, yeah. new, the new artists, the young artists, the 20-year-old artists right now, they are surviving because what they know about the business side of it is what we didn't know. Mm. What we just now learning in our forties and fifties. Yes. Right. So I'm not mad at these kids, man, you know, like more power to them. I give them, I, you know, and if, and if any way I can support them, I'll support them. But for the most part, you know, these kids are just a little bit more, it, they don't have to, they don't have the, the structure that we had to follow back in the days. You know, they just like, okay, uh, why would I sign and do this and give all my rights to that when back in the days, if you wanted to be on, that was mm. pretty much your, your only choice as a yes. rap artist, you know, yes. as a hip hop artist, yeah. Mm. So you don't really have no options, you know what I'm saying, except for like sign a deal. Mm. And we will work hard to try to sign a deal and that was still a one in a million uh, chance that you get signed because so many artists. So now you times that by, by 10, these kids are like, no, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is mm -hmm. I'm going I'm to make myself big and I'm going to yeah. control my masters. 
going to control the narrative and I'm going to get out here and, and push myself. So they'll, like, we would invest in, you know, uh, putting on shows or invest in uh, whatever we invested in back in the days. They invest into their self now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just turned out a little bit better for them because of the technology, the internet, <laughs> yes. and a lot of the things that we didn't have uh, to our advantage back in the day. So, Very good point. Very good point. I think um, one thing which the new artists are lacking, as you said, is it's the, the, the guidance, um, uh, the, the structure. And also, I mean... None, not none. A lot of the new artists, and I've brought this up on on previous um, broadcasts. The responsibility. Who's taking responsibility for putting a potential filth in some people's um, cases? Um, and you've got young man, malleable minds who are taking all of this information in, all of this 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 uh, imagery, and all of this audio. And they think what they're saying is the the, the the white way to do things. You know what I'm saying? So right. where the, the, the lines in regards to accountability and responsibility, artistry-wise, is becoming far and far removed from itself. So it's like, yeah, I'm putting it out there. That's it. You do what with it what you want. Right. So, yeah, you know, accountability is... Um is uh, accountability, man, is just in the way of the wind right now, you know? Uh, that, that's unfortunate. I mean, but the, the <laughs> it's, man, it's really unfortunate and sad mm-hmm. that uh, that the people that, that really carry the torch right now, as far as like mainstream or the people that's the most popular, uh, they're not, they're not, they, they've been a bit irresponsible as far as what kind of uh, material they put out there. And, uh, and the, the problem is, is the access to it. See, like, exactly. the, the, well, we, back in the days, <clears throat> access to certain stuff, if you was a certain age, you just really didn't have access to it because you had parents that was involved in, uh, the content that uh, mm. they kids consume. Mm-hmm. Well, we live in a time right now where most parents can't control the content that that's being consumed by their kids. Unfortunately, because if they if if I if these kids at, at if I have kids at my house and they have cell phones and they have devices and they're connected to the internet, then if I'm not controlling that at home. Then when they go to school or they go out and hang out with their friends, mm-hmm. then they're going to still be able to consume all types of uh, different types of information or, or material. So, yeah, it it becomes a, a, a point where, you know, you got you to do the best you can at home as a parent. And then uh, just, you know, basically, you know, you know, you did what you're supposed to do as a parent. And however this kid turn out, you know that you instill some good values in this kid. And uh, you hope they just make the right decisions because these kids, are, they grow up different. They grow up so much different than, than we did. You know, uh, the schools don't teach no more. They just uh, train them to uh, take tests. Yes. Because 
because of the environment that we we live in it's all about money we live in a a money driven society so uh you know if they doing certain numbers on tests then these school districts will get more money and so that's what drive uh how they teach the kids or how they don't teach the kids how they train them yes. uh, so that's one thing you you know the parents fight have a that's that's one thing and then the kids have all this access to all kinds of information and so that makes them a little bit more lazy you know so they don't have to uh research like we had to research so mm. if they want to find something out they can just go on google and google it you know yeah. and uh it, it's not it's not a it's no effort it's not a real big effort uh or uh ethic to uh how uh kids grow up nowadays you know they they can grow up and uh what well, we have to go to college to learn and get degrees mm-hmm. uh they can go on youtube and learn the same stuff and and be uh proficient yes at whatever it is uh but we don't have no control over the there's no control over the material that these kids consume mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. so if you have artists out there that's putting out uh you know negative or you know you putting out this material that's that's uh that's not good for kids at certain ages and stuff like that but they can't make a decision make their own they're not old enough to make their own decisions yeah then uh you know a lot of this this influence is going to be uh is what's going to determine how they how, how they do stuff you know the influence is not inside the house no more it's, it's outside it's on the internet it's on youtube it's not mm-hmm. you know the kids don't follow the parents influence like we did when we was coming up so how do we how do we get that back though sibling I'm glad I'm glad we've gone down this avenue. I thought uh, we'd go down this avenue a bit later on in the build, but yeah, man, let, let, let's just try and cap cap some solutions on this, yeah, man. Right, like like you know, like that's something I grapple with every day. I try to I, I fight with that every day. I don't have my own kids, mm-hmm. but you know, I deal with I deal with kids. You know, what I'm saying on a regular basis, and and I see like, but the, what's the solution? The solution is, you know, like. I, like I say, we take devices away from kids. We take their games away. Uh, we try to give them books, you know. But what happened is, with these, with these, this new style of kid, or these new, these new kids, man, these twenty twenty kids, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like they don't care. It's like you can take all their devices away, and what they'll do is get comfortable not having their device, and so they'll just go to sleep and sleep all day. Wow. It's like, it's like I, I, I fight to I figure out a solution. You know, we try to stay positive uh, and, and uh, instill good values in the kids that we come across all the time, man. And uh, I, I think a, I think one solution would be is uh, really tapping into uh, the, 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 the big influence the big influences that these kids follow, you know, like the the Cardi B's and the yeah. the little babies and the babies and the, mm. these all these big artists, you know, that's out here that that play on the radio twenty four seven and the kids listen to twenty four seven. I think it's really tapping into them and really, you know, holding them accountable for for what they put out there and how they, 
you know, uh, deliver a message out here to these kids. These kids really, they absorb it so much yeah. and so easy. And then, and then you see the little eight, nine-year-old little girl out here listening to Cardi B and, and Megan Thee Stallion and stuff like that. And then you have the, the young men out here listening to these, you know, the little Waynes and, the, and, you know, the babies and stuff like that. And they just, all they want to do is be like that. You know, mm-hmm. nobody want to do nothing good. So I, that's one solution that I can think of if we just got to tap into the big artists. You know what I'm saying? The big artists that's, that's leaving that mark with these kids. Yes. And the sad part is <laughs> these kids are not starstruck. You know, they're not, they not, they not caught up in the celebrity of these people. They're just caught up in the influence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's and that's the other hard part about it. So yeah, the baby is a, a celebrity. Cardi B is a celebrity. These kids don't care about that part. So if Cardi B put out something, or Megan Thee Stallion put out something that these kids grabbed onto, and it was the way it was when they put it out, and then they turn around and get you know drew in mm-hmm. by us, and we say, hey, look, you know, you need to be more responsible about what you're putting out there. These kids. Is out here doing wilding out. And yeah, they, you know, they've been influenced by what you're doing. Then what? What it is? The kids that's you know making them stars be stars or celebrities. Mm-hmm. Or stop fooling with it. Like it's so much out here that these, these when these kids they consume by what they hear. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? These kids had the earbuds in and they go on YouTube and they find they they be, they create uh, the next star. These yes. kids do. They create the next stars. They it's like they don't care about how big you are as a star. They the ones they go listen to music that I've never heard. Listen to artists <laughs> that I'm like, like these kids. My my girlfriend kids, her kids listen to artists I never heard of. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This new age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never <laughs> heard of some of these artists, but they love these artists, and even some of them be local, but they be big. They got millions of views on youtube and all you see you see what it is sibling is is you're right there you're right in in what you've said but i think another way to do on a more grass grassroots level uh as well as what you're doing is it's about showing and proving isn't it yeah so uh, you know we as elders potentially can go to to the youth and say you know and to children and say look you know yeah you shouldn't be doing that you know you know have you thought about the consequences of your actions you know if you did that and something happened and you you know you go through the the stages of you know their errors potentially outside of that they actually need to to see success they need to see you know pookie over there who who used to be the drug dealer or used to be the adult fiend who's now got a, a, a successful dry cleaning place you know what I mean, or, or or a supermarket, or a chain of chicken shops, or whatever it is, they need to see people around them doing the work, not just talking. Hey, yo, pull your pants up, and yeah, you can't do that. But I'm I'm telling you from experience, like that's what the like the kids, these kids see the the us OGs mm-hmm. doing positive things being successful doing it, whether it's running our own business, working, you know, they see us. They see us like I like outside of music, 
I'm a computer network engineer. Mm -hmm. I develop websites. I do all kinds of stuff. I have a thriving business doing that. And these kids see me do this on a regular basis. Right. They see their mom do what she do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. That's not what they're influenced by. Even if they say, I want to be a, a game developer. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, you live in a house where you got somebody that's that got a a hook into mm. that that world. Yes, I can help you. Yes, I can help you. But that they're not influenced by the person that they're Close in the to. house with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like and and it's not just it's just not me. Mm -hmm. It's all of these kids, mm -hmm. all of them, mm -hmm. like. Like I can say, I can speak for what I've seen in Houston and a lot of the places I travel around the country and some other place in the world, the kids are not influenced by what goes on in their house. You almost have to be extreme authoritarian, uh, iron fist uh, with how you run your house. And then what you end up is dealing with a kid that end up having uh, mental issues and psychological issues because you know you took everything away from them you beat them up mm -hmm. you wouldn't let them do nothing and you try to force them to do all kinds of other stuff so it's like you're kind of between a rock and a hard plate because you're trying to figure out how to uh steer these kids in the right direction and rear them in the right direction but it's the right direction based on what you know is right and what they think yeah they don't, they don't care like it's, they don't care it's like i mean we yeah. can go on forever about this yeah, i'm not gonna lie we can talk <laughs> oh, about no. this forever <laughs> yeah, no for shiggity for shiggity no, yeah. it's, it's yeah. important though sibling as you don't know the yeah. children are, are our future and i think as you've highlighted before that you know when they go to the fooling system aka the schooling system um yeah. they're they're trained now they're trained yeah. that potential trained. that potential that that creativity that critical thinking that is totally stripped from them so that creativity yeah. as you said you know what 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 one of your potential siblings you know or, or or youngsters who you might be mentoring you they could have a real creative flair and a thirst to you know what i could i've got a really good idea for a game and i could you know i could actually develop this into a, a physical game but without having that ability to say you know what i can take this idea and actually put it onto and, and make it come manifest it in the physical that creative element and spark has gone it's all about i'm a sheep where where are the rest of the sheep going that's the link. that's where i want to go yeah right so i i think that's the that's one of the main issues with uh trying to come up with a solution is uh trying to steer these kids into being leaders and not followers you know and uh i always tell kids every time i get a chance to speak because i do a lot of uh public speaking and uh, mentoring and stuff like that and i just let them know you know hey you know you want to be a, a leader mm -hmm. you want to be a leader so you gotta you gotta fix your mind on being a leader so how do you be a leader and then we go into talking about how to be a leader and being a leader you know i tell these kids you know like what do you like to do what do you like like yes. what do you actually like you like computers okay the way you become a leader and working in the computer field is doing what you like based on how you feel about it 
mm. and you and you go ahead and push forward with that, no matter what nobody telling you, you know that you like computers and you want to be a part of the computer world, a part of the technology. So you push forward in that and, and use, first of all, use resources, whatever resources you have to make yourself a part of that type of uh, world. Cause it's a, that's a, that's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And then, and then once you pull all your resources, then you start talking to people that are in that type of, in that business that, that make money in that business, that live off that type of business, that make a livelihood off that type of business. And then you and then you structure how you want your life to be as a computer engineer or a computer person based on what you've learned, what mm. you want, and what you like and how you feel about it. And then you create your own model to become the leader of your own world or what you're doing. But it's always something. It's always positive. It's not never like some negative where these kids just listen to this music. Oh, he talking about gang banging or she talking about this. So that's what I want to do. And they just get stuck on that. No, mm. this part, this kid, you know, I didn't uh, let this kid down this road for him to go and become whatever he wants to come become because the seed is out. You got to plant that seed in their yes. head about them being leaders mm -hmm. because they, they, they pretty much run the world right now, but they run the world based on how much they consume. Yes, being consumers rather saying? than being producers, yep. Yes, so the consumption is what make the people at the top bigger than what they already are. But these kids, got the, they got the power to consume amongst each other and make each other big. And I think they know that to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. But because they're they, they not like we were, they not like um, felt like they had to follow a particular structure to to become successful, and and that's the other part of it is these kids understand that what we did to become successful, they don't have to do. <laughs> See, oh yeah, that's the other that's the other hard that's the other obstacle that we have to uh, we come up on when we're trying to uh, help these kids and and lead them in the right direction. They know they don't have to go through what we went through when we, when we was coming up. It's a new day, man. It's 2020. It's a new day. It's a new Te day. It's 2020, man. Technology so is running stay, it. <laughs> hey, look, and I'm, I'm a technologist, so I stay, I stay focused. I learn every day. Uh, I'm constantly uh, reading and watching tutorials and, and uh, new technology and, and, and learning how to, you know, well learning but also trying to figure out how can i come you know marry the music and the, the new technology yes you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm constantly doing that mm -hmm. so that's well, that's just kind of like my thing now yes and plus i done learned how to start shooting my own videos for my okay. music and stuff like that yeah so i'm really trying my best to you know combine that that new tech and my music and just keep it pushing like that and, and whoever i can influence in a positive way uh along the way yes. and it's all good you know but you know I, I i'm not gonna sit here and say that you know that's my sole purpose in life is to you know try to get these kids straight that's one of my that's one of my purposes of staying in the business and staying in the music business mm -hmm. uh but my main reason i stay in this music business is uh, that's that's the most consistent thing in my life is music you know i've always it's like i've never not done music mm. so 
And and so if I could help a kid out, you know, when it comes down to music or technology, then you know, I'm 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 down for it. Oh, definitely, man. It's clearly a passion. It's clearly a passion of yeah. yours. What are your thoughts on the um, fourth industrial revolution? The what? The fourth industrial revolution. <clears throat> um, force technology, right? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's um, that's close. That's, they trying to get us close to being a a. a um, a, a one civilization, right? Yes, a level indeed. one civilization, mm-hmm. right? Where we uh, get to the point where uh, we're using all the resources on this planet to survive and, and live, right? Yeah. So that's a that's a level one. You know, you talk about the fourth industrial revolution, which is technology, mm-hmm. right? But we're like in the middle of it, right? We're in the middle of it. We haven't, yeah. we haven't, we haven't quite uh, conquered it. You know, we haven't. You know, uh, the first industrial revolution, the second, the third. We, you know, we, we with technology. That means we've surpassed all those exactly. other things. So now we're we're kind of like in the middle of it. We're not I'll, like quite where we need to be to actually dominate the uh, this fourth or level one uh, society. Put mm, it like that. Mm, we get close though, but we're not quite there yet. So That's a long way to go. In regards to the interconnectivity with the the internet of now and the the, the 5G elements, um, do you really think? All of that is a gonna aid humanity in totality to bring forth anything better by being so interconnected and having every device connected and smart meters this and everything smart and you know I just I, I see that the, the 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 progression of technology is the is the devolution of man. Um, the progression of technology, well, the progression of anything innovative mm-hmm. is the uh, evolution of man, right? Right? Anything that we, we get good at, uh, man yes. ends up evolving. So we, we, had, we in a, the revolution that you're talking about is more like, like I say, technology, but even more than that, when you break it down, it's more uh, uh, connectivity. Connectivity, right? automation, right. yeah. Right. It's more It's more based on that, you know, like communication mm-hmm. and being able to connect. And 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 the, the other side of that is when all you have to do is connect without using... Uh, hard lines and mm-hmm. all you're using this particular kind of uh radio waves or s- certain type of signals and stuff like that the devices you need become smaller and you need less devices yes so with 5g so with what i do i i have a i have a distribution company and 
what I do is I I transfer a lot of huge files mm-hmm. over the internet because if I'm not just you know uh, distributing music, there have to be uh, a full wave or file which could be huge or huge uh, video file after I yeah. finish uh, shooting the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and most and I and I work in a 4K environment, mm-hmm. so all those files are pretty big, right? 40 so, gigs plus, I would say. <laughs> yeah. So you you know, you know, even right now with the the connectivity that we have now, you know, we can't unless unless we spend money, we can't transfer 40 gigs over the internet, right? You can't do that. You know, you have to spend money. You have to pay for that to, mm-hmm. to be able to do that. I mean, the most you can you can transfer for free is probably about two gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So with the five G, which is the next the next level of of uh, connectivity, uh, you're talking about a hundred times more connectivity, hundred times faster connectivity. So that's just putting us closer to being a level one uh, civilization because mm-hmm. that's what being a level, that's part of what being a level one civilization is going to depend on is flawless, lossless connectivity, right? Shouldn't we have had that with 3G or 4G, sibling? No, wasn't going to happen. I'm not talking, not, not necessarily, not in respect to the sending and receiving of large files, but I'm just talking about the seamless connectivity, not losing a call, being able to go into your car and stream a video on, on YouTube right. or Netflix, for instance. Right, but I think the it was it, it the the bandwidth wasn't wasn't wide enough. It was it, you know that particular bandwidth is uh, is finite, so. There's only so much that could be done with those uh, 3G and 4G. Yeah, the connectivity was uh, revolutionary at the time mm. because at that time it wasn't we we wasn't connecting like that. Even no. with 3G, even with 2G, even back then we wasn't able to connect like we was connecting. It was like wow to us then, but you know me being a, a person like that think the way I think, I knew that wasn't the end of it. I was like, well, wait till we get to 5G. <laughs> now that 5G is here, it's so much, there's a lot of tweaking and a lot of, you know, it's a lot of, a lot that gotta be done before it's fully rolled out. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, you know, a lot of these companies saying they rolling it out. You're not gonna, it's, it's a lot of problems with it that they can't, that they haven't uh, ironed out yet. So it's a lot, it's, they got a little ways to go. I say a few more years, we have 5G. I say by 2025, you should have 5G fully functional by then. So my, my understanding of 5G is the um, you've got obviously it, it's a higher frequency um, which can contain right. um, larger packets of data and stuff. Okay, so you've got larger towers, but then c- correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they have to have like sub sub towers? I think they're called, which which are basically yeah and they're they're going to be built into like the led light bulb light posts and stuff so they're going to be like it's like a, a daisy chain and then then enters your house or if you're walking past it kind of thing is that exact what 5g is right yeah because the the wave the uh the the those those particular wave those 
millimeter waves. That's it. Don't the millimeter waves don't go through solid objects. Mm. So that's that's what that's what the uh, the, uh, the 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 problem is right there. So they got to solve that. They got to come up with a solution for that. <clears throat> and I think that uh, the solution they're gonna have basically is gonna be repeaters. They're gonna probably put up towers, you know, close to each other. Yeah. And they're gonna have inside the homes and close around the homes, probably some type of repeaters. I don't know how that stuff is gonna affect people, you know, because they they uh you know people have these campaigns about this stuff being uh harmful to your health, but I mean uh millimeter wave can't even penetrate your skin, won't even go through his t-shirt. So I'm not worried about that. I'm more concerned with you know how you're gonna make it actually work. You yeah. Know, when, because they they making these devices, they making all these devices 5G. Yes. Capable, but you know, as, as far as making 5G work, I'm still yet to see how they go, what they're gonna do, <laughs> how they're gonna implement uh, uh, some for that to work. So. Mm. Well, <clears throat> pardon self. Re reference as you just know, you've just noted these new cell phones and stuff and devices are for 5G ready and stuff. Within all mobile devices, especially handsets, which you like mobile phones, cell phones, within the instructions, it says not to put it right next to your head when you're whilst in operation, based upon the radiation coming from them, right? Right. So not many people clearly know that because we're used to telephones, you know, from our era yeah. of sorts. Yeah, yeah, you heard me? So... Yeah. The marketing in regards to telephones is you get a cell phone and you answer a call, you put it right to your head and you, you have that call, but that's necessarily not the, the best thing to do. And it's in manufacturing, you know, guidelines and in the user guide and stuff. Right. So, you know, that's, that's just so um, they, you know, the manufacturers cover themselves, but it's hard to uh, unlearn to do this. This is mm. a muscle memory. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just all about, uh learn trying to learn how not to do that uh you know radio waves come through speakers no matter what because that's that's the, that's that's how you hear in the sound yes. radio a uh, radio frequency so even when you uh i mean i i'm i'm not i'm not a scientist i know a little bit but uh i think even when you have a, a earbud in or whatever i think you're still dealing with it oh yeah so, oh yeah definitely definitely it's it it's so something I, that, that needs to be looked into i think i think there's been a lot of um money and research being spent into the effects of these devices but in regards to being transparent and telling the public like look you know <laughs> this could happen and these are the pot potential dangers of, of of utilizing these devices is is another thing i think the do you do you think that if they told people that like outright even even in the commercials when they're uh, trying to advertise their devices, do you mm -hmm. think people will stop buying devices? At this point, <clears throat> pardon self, at this point, hell no. People are addicted. Right. They're crack phones now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a crack. You know, like, this stuff is like drugs. I mean, like, <laughs> take, the, take the phone from a kid, <laughs> you take their phone from them, they're going to lose their mind. They don't mm. go crazy. You know, act like just like some crackheads. Like I need my, I need my <laughs> phone. They go crazy for these phones, and then they and they beg for them. Like the whole, like I take your phone away for a week, and they'll beg you for a week for their phone. Mm. 
Mm. You know, so and they try to come and make deals. They try to come and compromise. They try yeah. to do all kinds of stuff. How about if I wash up? Back. I wash up and I'll do the yard and I get my phone back. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll paint the house. They'll do whatever. You know, they they try to they try to want to get they want their phone back, but uh, I mean, like they could tell you, hey. If you had this up to your head like this here while you're on the phone, it's going to kill you. People are going to still hold the phone up to their head and they're going to still buy them. Mm. So I think that, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen no, no, no proof that, uh, the, that these phones, I mean, I heard about some studies and stuff like that. They haven't shown no, uh, definitive, uh, study that show that this stuff is killing people. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that. And so the other the other, other question I would have to ask is like, why would you um, put a put a device out or put a 5G out here for the people to die from? <laughs> and these are people that gotta spend the money Yikes. for the companies. You know, like if I get 5G, I'm spending the money. I'm the yeah. consumer, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if I if I put 5G out here. Why would I kill all my consumers? Not I won't make no money. <laughs> listen, uh, listen, I totally get it. Now let, 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 let's put on the, the tinfoil hat for because I've heard the conspiracies, right? So yeah. some people are saying, and I, I can take some kind of credence to this of sorts. It's not a a, 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 a outright death ray. This is a, a long-term killer. This is so. We've got people who have got high, um, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, all these little different. Now, I'm standing right here and you can't even stop me. I'm standing right here and you can't even see me. I'm standing right here and you can't even stop me. I try to go up and I'm up and I'm up and it's loud. I'm standing right here and you can't even stop me. I'm standing right here and you can't even see me. Houston, I'm an alien. Space age is my pimpin'. Crayolas on my coupe. Color block like I'm two. Art on my tongue. Southside, get some. Northside, get some. Southside, get some. Houston, I'm an alien. Space age is my pimpin'. Crayolas on my coupe. Color block like I'm two. Art on my tongue. Southside, get some. Northside, get some. Southside, get some. First off, RIP to Pimp C. RIP to Pimp Chris. H Town, I'm a problem. Mr. Cap is on that pimp shit. Space Age is the tactic. Beyond that transatlantic. Baby is a temptress. Pledge a game galactic. Ism in a stellar. Parakeet, my Beretta. Three down on the blade. Ella Bella and Stella, I'm a non-human life form, eked up on my right arm, planetary pimpin', my brainstorm is a rainstorm, Panamera with time travel, sight lines be panoramic, walk driving a bending, the whole flow is transparent, Rolls Royce is a hovercraft, no lie on the polygraph, alien technology with four-dimensional hologram. Advanced in mankind, I'm an extraterrestrial. Superconductor in my Lexus, count my money with hexadecimals. 
Moon stars, they all celestial Life speed, be the speed limit I'm the first pimp on another planet I gotta plant my seed in it Houston, I'm an alien Space age is my pimping Crayola's on my coupe Color block like I'm two Art on my tongue Southside, get some Northside, get some Southside, get some Pepsi on a hologram, me and Bun in a hovercraft We on the way to the video, top down, leaving contrails Fur coat, repelling rainwater, drip turned to a sauce walker Take out in the light, yeah, my stains are invisible Light, yeah, deliver takeout, go Bessie, shake the space jam Make the trunk twerk face down, parliament, I'm in the sky I'm the star, somebody lie, I know the real Rick Ross, I ain't gotta try I'm the female friend, you ain't gotta fight Bend over little mama, he ain't finna bite Houston, I'm an alien. Space age is my pimping. Crayola's on my coupe. Color block like I'm two. Art on my tongue. Southside, get some. Northside, get some. Southside, get some. Houston, I'm an alien. Space age is my pimping. Crayola's on my coupe. Color block like I'm two. Art on my tongue. Southside, get some. Northside, get some. Southside, get some.